0: 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyg and Daniel. Welcome in. Welcome to Monday. 810, your chance to win $1,000 will beat the bull. Hey, Daniel.
1: You ever see somebody's Facebook profile, Tyg, and then you realize that uh, it's been a few months since uh, the husband or the wife's been in the profile pictures, and you go, hmm, I wonder if they got a divorce.
0: I always do that. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I did that the other night where I saw a dude on Facebook, and it's just him holding the baby, Uh and I go, "Uh uh-oh, what's up with that? They changed that profile pic. If it's just them, I'm always like, huh, is divorce in the
1: air? I just did this. I don't know if you did our friend Kristen and this guy Richard. And all of a sudden, it looks like Richard's not the profile pic since July.
0: Oh. Oh, interesting. You know, but I got to say, in full disclosure, on my Facebook, my personal Facebook page, it's just me and my son at a baseball game.
1: Yeah, but has your previous 10 profile pictures been of uh, you and your wife?
0: Yes, and, and she also posts pics of me, too, so I guess if somebody was a sleuth, they would figure out that we are still married. However, I do find myself falling into that trap where I go, what What up with that? Why is the guy by himself suddenly? Yeah, we're like, oh, trouble's in the air. You know, it's funny about that because it's the people that seem the happiest that I always suspect something's going on. You know what I'm saying? So, in other words, if you see somebody that appears to be miserable on Facebook, you think,
1: "Oh, they're very happy, happily but if they, married." If
0: they're too like lovey-dovey, you're like, "Uh-oh." You've seen that before mm-hmm. where we ha- we used to have, I think it was an intern of ours, and this guy would write songs about his girlfriend. Remember this guy? What was his first name? In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, when we worked there, and this guy would was so into his girlfriend. I thought I thought that's never going to work. And I can't remember his name. But anytime I see a husband really trying on Facebook, I think that's that's a disaster. Because that's not real life. You know what I'm saying? It's the people that look like they're depressed <laughs> that are still married, you know? But the people that are too happy on Facebook, I go, something's going on.
1: What do you make of the couple that has the joint Facebook account?
0: Here's what I... Okay, so what you're saying is, and s- let's say Pam and Tommy got married. Right. Tommy would normally have his own Facebook. Pam would have her own Facebook. But you see a joint account, whereas Pam and Tommy... I think uh, somebody cheated. Yeah, they should just make that profile called who cheated question mark. Yes, because now somebody's commandeered. And so if anybody, you know, some girl wants to send Tommy a message, wife would have access to that suddenly, right? Yeah. So I always think if it's a joint Facebook account, somebody else creeping on the down low. Maybe we're wrong, but uh, (laughs) I think everybody goes through that. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyg and Daniel. 98.5 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Carrie Underwood tickets about an hour from now at 740. She's here Halloween night. Good morning, Daniel.
1: Uh, good morning, Tyg. I guess now Oktoberfest officially over. I went out there a couple of times. You surprised me. You went out there again on uh, Friday night. Yeah,
0: uh, my wife, uh, her parents are in town, so she kept dropping hints about date night. Let's do a date night. Let's do a date night. And I said, all right. And I got online. I bought two tickets to Oktoberfest, and we went out for a date night. We rode two of those big rides that go upside down, too. Ugh yeah upside down rides yep i really uh went crazy you must have i was
1: there on saturday night and uh boy it was getting crazy i left like eight o'clock i was like this is a little too much for me
0: yes you kind of like if you go to an event like that everything starts out kind of calm everybody's reasonable but then as if somebody turned up the volume in the room that's kind of the volume of the attitudes of the way people acting sort of go up too and you go yeah, maybe be time to leave.
1: Well, yeah, you're trying to take it easy, you know, and uh, just be reasonable about having the beer and all that. And then the the band gets up there, and they're like German. They're like, all right, this next song is Bring Me a Beer. <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> they're doing the chicken dance. I mean, how can you not?
2: Yeah,
1: and then uh, they sing about drinking beer. Yes. They have contests with beer. Beer, 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 beer. The next song then, is Do Three Shots. Yeah. Um. This next song is called Kill Me Tomorrow. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Next song is Hangover Hill. So now that they're going to break all that thing down, I wonder why they take about three or four weeks setting that thing up.
0: Yes. Why do they only have it one weekend, I wonder? Why do you think the fair isn't here all year? Well, the fair is more than one weekend, is it not? It's it's 11 uh, days of awesome. That's true. But still, you can't go to it in March. I think they do that because there's an excitement about something just happening every once in a while. And if it was just sitting over there all the time as Oktoberfest, they would be probably losing money cuz they still have to staff it fully. And then after the ninth week week of Oktoberfest, nobody would be going. Right? Should
1: we, well, I think I, I might go again. I, I should we go get a metal detector and go over there and try to detect metals when they take all that stuff up?
0: You live over there. I bet I mean, I know two people right off the top of my head that lost lost their purse. They they did get them back, but if two people I know lost a purse, there's got to be so many more people that lost stuff that never found it, right?
1: it has got to be watches, jewelry. Should
0: we do that? Um, I would. Give, I, you know what? I'd probably go do that with it. All we're gonna do is find an old nail or something. To, all yeah. that hype and. But nobody carries any money anymore. That's the problem. You might find somebody's credit card, but that's a violation of law. If you. You think you would find a plastic credit card with a metal detector? Uh, do you have
1: a metal credit card? I have one. Thank you. Know. you. All right. So shut okay. up. Yeah. So now you think.
0: And now you look like a moron.
1: I'm like, we can find jewelry and coins. And you're like, yeah, we can find all kind of credit cards.
0: Daniel's so egotistical. He went and got a metal credit card.
1: <laughs> oh, American Express loves the way I use my credit card. So they sent me one. Here's a metal one.
0: So it can never be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, we don't ever wait to lose <laughs> your card again, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here we go, Daniel. Uh, so hey, how about somebody local here? You can see in McCain's ballroom. Josh Malloy, kind of a newcomer to the scene. And uh, he, he will be here at Kane's Ballroom. We'll take caller number nine if you'd like a night out at the Kane's Ballroom for free. Absolutely. This is a little Josh
2: Malloy.
0: It's kind of cool because, you know, well, at some point, Garth Brooks, you didn't really know who he was, and then you, gotta, then you tell people, I saw Garth Brooks before he was, and people go, yeah, right. Josh Malloy, uh, you get to see a newcomer, kind of up-and-coming artist. Uh, caller number nine right now at Kane's Ballroom, 918-879-9898. 918 879 98 It's Ty Godeno on the Bull. 98.5 The
2: Bull Weather, provided
0: by Community Care,
2: your locally owned health plan.
0: Uh, welcome in. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 8 uh, eight ten this morning. We've got Beat the Bull. Your chance at $1,000. It went to 1000 twice last week. So who knows how the bull is going to feel this morning on a Monday. Good morning to you, Daniel.
1: I guess with the water being lower in the river, they're seeing all kind of stuff. They saw the tires out in the riverbed there. The Arkansas, the Arkansas River. river they saw um, a car that was kind of like... Mm-hmm started showing up again, and now on the Tulsa Reddit page tag around, it says it's like 57th-ish in Riverside, there was a, uh, what looked to be a monolith. And that is what, the a river. stone structure? Like a it almost, to me, looks like a tombstone. And people were like, what the heck is that? So one Redditor went out, put on his muck boots, and walked out to it to see what it was. Yeah. Did you see this story? No, <laughs> What is that? I'm fascinated. It was uh, It was a stone with a little plaque on it. Really? And the little plaque well, this has says, been underwater. Yeah. And it looks like the plaque said, in loving memory of Robert L. I can't tell if it's Heller or Hiller. No, Miller, excuse me. Robert L. Miller. In loving memory of Robert L. Miller. And I'm thinking, well, who's Robert L. Miller? And if you want to make him like a stone, a tribute or whatever, why in the world would you put it in the river?
0: Unless back then the river was like that was a sandbar or something. There's a couple things it could be. Has anybody uh, kind of thought about that, what it could be? All right, so I just told you what it was. What do you mean you told me what it was? It's like a
1: memorial to this Robert L. Miller.
0: Okay, well, it could be a gravestone, right? No, it ain't a gravestone. So it could be you ever walk in the park over there on Riverside, and every now and then you'll see something like a bench that um, a family's donated to the city in memory of somebody. I wonder if... Maybe it's not a gravestone, but something that washed into the river along the way.
1: Oh, I see. You know I what see. Saying? I see why. Well, according to this, I don't know. You can't tell because it's Reddit. But Robert L. Miller died in 2003 when his boat hit a strange unseen submerged, submerged object in the uh, river. So maybe it was there to oh, and honor him. Oh, they put it him.
0: there. Oh, I see. And now it's gotten so low we can re-see it? Yeah. How about that? Oh, well, look at wow. that. mystery. And I thought about, you remember that car? They said
1: that you could see the car from now on. Mm-hmm. Or I think it was 21st Bridge there. You could see the car. I thought about walking out to that car, but then I realized that thing is buried mostly in sand because I wanted to see what was in the glove compartment.
0: <laughs> you got some life, man. Well, I mean, wouldn't you want to see what was in that glove well, compartment? Well, kind of, but, you know, a lot of us have kids and we're married and we got things going on. Daniel has the kind of time to go, there's an abandoned car in the bed of a river that's low. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go look in it. In the glove compartment, in the specifically. Glove compartment. <laughs> see what's in there. <laughs> Actually, now that you've said that, could you do that for us?
1: No, you got a son. Send him out
0: there. He no, don't no. mind getting wet. You don't have anything going on. Just go see what's in the glove compartment of the car that's shown up in the bottom of the Arkansas River for us. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with and Daniel. Carrie Underwood took it 740 this morning. 98.5 The Bull, Today's Hot Country with Tiger and Daniel. 708. Hey, good morning there, Daniel. Yeah, hey,
1: good morning, Ty. Uh, have you ever just gotten up one morning and you're like, ah, I, don't, I just don't feel like going into work today? Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, every now and then, sure.
1: And uh, you, you, you think about maybe playing hooky or you try to come up with a reason of why you should be allowed to miss work. Thank God COVID came along because now all we got to say is, uh, I don't know, guys, something don't feel right.
0: Yeah, and then you kind of got that excuse, right?
1: Yeah, and, fa- and the people are like begging you not to come to work. Yeah. But back in the day, it used to be the opposite of that. They, they would want a teacher. I mean, they would want a uh, doctor's note. Didn't you as a professional, full-grown adult, you're out a couple of days, and the guy was like, hey, man, when you come back, I'm going to need you to bring a doctor's note?
0: Yeah, dude, uh, nothing has ever made me more irritated than that particular episode where I had a boss, and I'm a, I'm an adult at this point in my life, and I got the flu. And the rule was, this was before covid but it was like three days before the doctor would clear me to come back to work. I'm going to need to see that note. I'm like, I'm not in kindergarten. Like, it really irritated me. And I don't know, maybe I, I'm a baby about that. But, you know, there's good excuses to miss work. And then there's really, like, wacky ones that people come up with.
1: Well, I think since COVID came along, we've forgotten that people used to come up with all manner of reasons not to be yes. at work. And and one that comes to mind, you used to work with this guy named Bill. And Bill's supposed to be in a Christmas parade in our home station down in Alabama when we very first started work together. Ty used to run the radio station. He was the operations manager of the whole thing. You were the big boss.
0: Yes. And uh, the radio station. And we've all gone to Christmas parades. And you know how like uh, the tractor supply company has a float and everybody's trying to promote their insurance business. And of course, as a radio station, we wanted our little radio vehicle in the parade. So I tasked this guy. I said, Bill, Listen, Saturday, you're going to need to be in the Christmas parade. Okay, I'll be there.
1: Um, and by the way, this is very small town. Everybody knows each other. Like, the Chamber
0: of Commerce is a humongous deal to have, you know, like a partnership with them. Tiny little Alabama town. Yes. And uh, I say, you know, you need to be in the parade, not only because it's good for us to just get our name out there again, but to show that we're participating and are active members of our community. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive the van, tag, sure, Whatever. Well, Saturday I get up there and I'm driving one of the vans because you know how radio stations, there's usually like four or five in the same building. So I'm driving one of the vans. This guy never shows up with the vehicle. And I'm calling his cell phone. No answer, no answer. And I go, all right, so he just totally misses the parade.
1: Well, part of it has to be like, has this man died?
0: I was concerned to a degree, but I also knew his work ethic and I was <laughs> concerned about that as well. Well, Saturday I'm calling him. He's not at the parade. He misses the parade. The parade wraps up and uh, that's a Saturday. And then Sunday comes and goes. He never calls me back with an excuse. Monday, I come in, and he's just at work like nothing happened. <laughs> i feel like, what? You didn't even call me.
1: So uh, I, I go wait, into his wait office. Do you, wait, do you hear this? The reason that Bill missed it is probably the best excuse I've ever heard.
0: You're going to have to tell it better. You can do it better than I can. But I go into his office, and I say, Bill, you know, we had the Christmas parade on Saturday And you were nowhere to be found. I didn't even hear from you this weekend. Like even to call and say, I won't be there. or Sorry, I missed it. You know, this is on a Monday, two days after the event. And he says to me,
1: I woke up on Saturday and I forgot what day it was.
0: He thought it was Sunday. So he somehow miraculously, this guy had two Sundays on his weekend. And I go, but yeah, I called you. And he didn't answer the phone. And he says, I left my phone in the car. Now, there's a lot going on there, right? Because who in their right mind leaves their cell phone in their car and doesn't during the course of a 48-hour week and go, oh, geez, I wonder where my cell phone is, and go look for it?
1: Well, and, and who, if they did, say they did somehow miraculously forget which day it was, wouldn't the next day you call and apologize profusely? I agree. And I think that uh, if I remember this correctly, I was standing out in the hallway kind of trying to listen in. And
0: that uh, was getting on him a little bit. I was like, dude, you, he was ex- you, what do you mean you woke up and thought it was a day? He was
1: explaining day? that he had forgotten which day it was. And then I hear him get mad at you and go, you wiped that bloop smirk off your face.
0: Because his excuse was so ridiculous, I started laughing.
1: Well, I think it's funny, though, that, that an employee then is getting confronted by his boss and then tells his boss to wipe that <laughs> smirk off his face.
0: You know what it was? I guess because you were so young. How old were you? I was in, uh, like, 25 years old, and he's probably 50 and done By the the way, I
1: loved uh, this company we used to work for, but who in the world puts a 25-year-old in a college town in charge of
0: the radio station? I don't know what they were thinking, but I still was his boss, and I had things I had to get settled, and I still, you know, if he didn't like me being his boss, that's okay. However... I was his boss. I didn't choose to be. Well, did you write the guy up after he tells you to,
1: after he claims he forgot which day it was, and then he tells you to wipe that smirk off your face? And cussed at me. Uh huh. Yeah, he was in trouble. (laughs) I don't remember you writing him up. Did I fire him later? Well, later on. Okay. I mean, what does it take to get fired back then? (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) in honor of that, we wanted to hear what's the craziest excuse that anybody ever tried to use to get out of work that you can remember?
0: Yeah. It could just be like a coworker, something you heard them say to get out of work, or maybe you're a hiring manager or whatever. Uh, The craziest excuse you've ever heard anybody use to try to. Explain why they miss work or get out of work. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. We want to know from you, like, the stupid excuse anyone's ever used to have to miss work. Um, You don't have to be like their boss. Just, you know, maybe somebody you work with used this excuse. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. We were talking earlier. I had a guy that worked for me in radio. Uh, he was supposed to do something on a Saturday, he never showed up, and then he said, uh, on Monday, he said, I, I woke up and thought that it was, he forgot what day it was. And I said, uh, throughout the whole weekend, you didn't realize that you had the wrong day? He he, he somehow had two Sundays in a row. Well, basically. you know how
1: sometimes you go 48 hours with your day confused. Yes.
0: And uh, so we wanted to know from you, uh, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Well,
1: what's the craziest reason you ever heard for anybody calling into work?
0: Hey, good morning. Who's this? It's Sean. Sean, what's the craziest uh, reason
1: somebody tried to uh, miss work?
0: Oh uh, boy, said he tried.
2: To, he was needing to go home because his uh, wife was on her uh, minstrels.
1: Well, that, How do you uh, phrase that? Know.
0: She's Almost
1: on her sense. minstrels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh? <laughs> so I was curious. I yeah, he never I, heard that I, phrase. She's on her uh, minstrels.
2: Well, he. He he actually said uh, her period, but I mean you know I, I don't know if you say that online or uh, you know so uh, but yeah I, I never heard that one before. I thought that was uh, the craziest thing. Ooh. I don't even think I could use that excuse. <laughs> what,
1: what what kind of job was it? Like where was it? Like the oil field or
0: something? No, uh, drive record.
1: <laughs> it's like I can't tow cars today because my wife is on her period. <laughs> All right, off to a good start. Maybe the, maybe the guy thought, hey, this is such an uh, awkward subject that
0: they'll never question me. Could be. Like, you can't go, like, are we sure about that? You just have to accept it, right? hmm Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this?
2: This is Diana.
1: Diana, what's that crazy excuse somebody tried to use about not showing up for work?
2: They got sprayed by a skunk.
1: <laughs> that one might work, you know, though. That,
0: that, to me, is more reasonable than saying I woke up and forgot what day I was, but... You know, maybe that would work because who wants to be around somebody that smells like a skunk? I got to be honest, if I'm on my way to work, Ty, I get sprayed by a skunk, I'm calling out that day. (laughs) (laughs) You're sitting at a red light, a skunk sprays you, you're turning around and going home.
1: In fact, we might get a skunk that we'll rent out to people and have the skunk spray them as a service to everybody in Oklahoma.
0: (laughs) Thank you for the call. It's 918-879-9898. Dano looking for calls this morning. Yeah, what's that crazy reason somebody uh, called out sick? 918-879-9898. Billy Currington in the meantime. Matti Godeno on 98.5. It's 98.5 The Bull in Today's Hot Country with Tyg. And, you know, I mean, everybody wakes up every now and then and goes, man, I wish I didn't have to go to work today. So you got to maybe formulate an excuse to uh, miss it. Well, you used
1: to, but then COVID came along for the last two or three years. Uh, I, I used
0: to say you have the sniffles and people go, stay home. You you
1: don't have to prove anything. You just go, I, I don't feel right. And they're like, okay, you stay home. Right. But back in the day, you used to have to formulate and come up with some weird plan. Or some weird reason why you weren't going to be at work that day.
0: So we wanted to know from you guys.
1: What's the craziest reason you ever heard somebody trying to say they missed work? Hey, is this Daniel? Yes,
0: sir. Hey, what what is it for you? Uh, grandpa dying. Well, three times. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Oops. Yeah, that's some life that guy had. Yeah, yeah. Now, now this, uh, you were a hiring manager or you were a boss or what were you? And the guy called in three times with his grandpa passing? Uh, supervisor. Uh-huh. And did you ever yep. call him out and go, like, man, that's some grandpa you got?
2: Yeah, yeah, we called him out, and uh, he uh, kind of tried to say it was another grandma, grandpa one time, mm-hmm. but then he told the next person, the superior to me, the same story, but it was the same grandpa. Oh. He couldn't get the story straight.
0: And uh, do you fire a guy like that?
2: No, Uh that was taken up with our administration. Let's After see. that, I never heard what actually happened.
1: Well, why, you, didn't, why didn't he just say tummy ache?
2: Like
0: something you I, couldn't verify, right? I can't right?
2: really explain how he was.
0: I mean, I guess with, like, steps and stuff like that, but you're going to run out of grandpas to use that for, right? Eventually. It's 918 uh, 879 Thanks for the call. We're uh, taking calls on basically
1: yeah back when we used to have to come up with reasons to miss work what's the
0: craziest one you ever heard hey good morning uh one thing i had happen was i was in charge of a radio station this guy was supposed to work on a saturday it was very important that he show up on saturday he never did and then on monday he strolls in like he didn't miss work all weekend and i go dude what happened and he says uh, i got my days confused so somehow some miracle this guy had two sundays in a row on his weekend hey who's this Hey, this is Josh.
1: Josh, what's that crazy reason somebody tried to call in?
2: Uh, well, I don't know, but I've got to tell you what you were talking about, people getting their days mixed up? Yeah. Uh-oh. This, this happened company-wide, okay? We have 200 people at our company, and our company got a new payroll service. It changed it to where we, instead of getting paid on Friday, we got paid on Thursday. That time, When that happened, we had 60 out of 200 no-call, no-shows.
0: Because <laughs> they were so used to being Friday on payday, they get paid. The next day, they think it's Saturday.
2: Yes, exactly right. Wow. They, they 60, just, though? And it confused 60. And it confused a lot of people for about a month. And then everybody got into the hang of it again. But they, they were no-call, show no-shows for the first few hours. And when they realized that it was Thursday... Then they called and said, hey, I'm on my way. I'm so sorry. I didn't, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, it it really messed with people's minds whenever it went from
0: Friday being Friday to Thursday. Jason Aldino, on 98.5 of the Bull. Daniel, uh, we got beat the Bull coming up. Uh, at 8.10 today, but we still got some business to get through. Fun business. Carrie Underwood tickets are free on 98.5 The Bull right now. It's our 98.5 The Bull fight. We hit two contestants against each other. Daniel, who do we have today? Uh,
1: today we have Caitlin from Locust Grove uh, versus Carly from Ulaga. And we were wondering why it was so dark outside. According to Caitlin and Carly, it's because it's raining outside. It's finally some rain. Ladies, hello good morning oh my gosh See, <laughs> even, hello. even when you try to give away prizes when they won't talk to me Tug. it's yes
0: it's a, it's uh, a hard line but <laughs> a sad thing sorry all
1: right guys well um, Caitlin gonna be taking on Carly for Carrie Underwood tickets that show a week from today Halloween night at the BOK Center Caitlin Carly let's go Caitlin you're first all the uh, questions begin with the uh, the answers begin with the letter B for BOK Center okay. Are you guys ready to go here
2: Yeah,
1: I'm ready. All right, Caitlin, up first. This is an unmarried man. A bachelor. Bachelor. Carly, this is long, narrow French bread. Baguette. Baguette is correct. Caitlin, this is an instrument for measuring atmospheric pressure. A barometer. Barometer is correct. I, I don't even know what atmospheric pressure even is what is that you wouldn't go ahead what is it i have no idea now i'm asking Tig.
0: if you don't know there's like 15 and a half uh pounds per square inch in your body of pressure right now and that fluctuates you go a ahead. nerd dog
1: up next <laughs> who's who is next carly uh this is the american buffalo also known as a bison bison we are tied up caitlin This is a miniaturized Japanese plant. Oh. Miniaturized. I don't know. Uh, How how do you not remember this from Karate Kid? It's the bonsai. The bonsai. Up next, (laughs) Carly. This is an online journal.
0: Uh... I don't know. Daniel, you spend a lot of time in this. The blogosphere. Do I? Yeah, he tries to talk to uh, moms. And you think you chat with people on a blog. Get on with the contest. What a moron. (laughs) A blog
1: is just something you read. You realize it's not a chat room, right? People
0: post on it. Go ahead. All right, then.
1: Caitlin, this is the study of plants.
2: Um, not
1: biology. Nope. Oh, it was botany.
0: Oh, shoot. Oh, I thought you was going <laughs> to say
1: the other word. I got nervous. Uh, Carly, this is a slow, romantic song. A ballad? Ballad is correct. With that, Carly takes the lead. Carly three, Caitlin two, but there's still
0: another question. Caitlin, if she gets this, she ties the game. If she misses it, it's over. Caitlin, this is paterni- pertaining pertaining
1: to cattle. To cackle?
0: Cattle, like a cow. Cattle?
1: A bull. It's not what I'm looking for, but technically that's uh It
0: pertains to cattle. But You're looking for bovine, right?
1: Yeah. All right, we- Tag, I'm going to need your judgment on that one.
0: A yeah, ding. They're tied up.
1: All right, y'all are tied up. Bovi. Carly. This is a staircase. Yeah. A staircase handrail. Staircase handrail. No, oh, no, staircase handrail. A banister. And with that, they are.
0: Oh, Carly wins. I got her getting four right. I've got uh, Caitlyn getting three right. Okay, yeah, absolutely
1: right. Carly, you have won today's <laughs> 985 The Bull fight. Forgive me for getting confused, but I'm real stupid. Um, Carly, you got a choice to make now. What you can do is give these tickets to Caitlin. Let her go have a great time, Halloween night. Who are you trying to take the show with you, Caitlin? if you had to make a case for Carly to give you the tickets?
2: Um, my kiddo, probably. Uh,
1: how old's your kid?
2: Spot.
1: So, Caitlin and her five-year-old are enjoying a Halloween together. Or, Carly, you could just keep them for yourself.
2: Um, I'm going to keep them for myself. That's now, who are you okay. going to take to
1: the show with you?
0: Um, my best friend. Okay. <laughs> like a girl's night out. Girl's and night uh, out? That's okay for Caitlin because yes. you, you probably want to trick-or-treat with your five-year-old you know, not the yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it well, all kind of yeah, worked out. Sure.
1: Yeah, you got no choice
0: anyway now because Carly has <laughs> savagely uh, taken the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and Kaylin, uh, the good news for you is, though, still you are eligible to win. Beat the bull in like 20 minutes, where you can win up to a thousand dollars. So not bad, not bad. Okay. But Carly, looks like you're going to carry Underwood. Congratulations on that. Uh, but again, yeah, it's fun. Again, we got our $1,000 chance coming up at 8.10 with Beat the Bull right here with Ty Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. 7.49. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Ty Daniel Time now to play Beat the Bull. Your chance at $1,000. dang dollars. Anything that you would do if you want $1,000, Daniel, that you can just go, yep, I would do that.
1: Buddy, uh, there's just no telling what I would do. I'd probably go to some of these great restaurants around here, have a whole bunch of
0: dinners. I'd find a new co-host. Oh, good. And who do we have with us to play Beat the Bull today?
1: It's Dwight. Dwight, how are you this morning? Is it raining where you are?
0: Yeah, it's starting to pick up.
1: Ah, uh, and where are you right
0: now? Uh, Sand Springs.
1: All right, he's in Sand Springs. And uh, what, do you get, what are you going to do if you win a bunch of money today?
0: I don't know, try to keep it from my wife.
1: <laughs> okay, well, that's good.
0: Well, yeah. I hope she's not listening.
1: Thank God he didn't say that over the air. Um, we're going to play beat the bull. You're going to hear a bunch of dollar amounts. And what you want to do is yell stop when you get to amount you're happy with. But you got to yell stop before you hear the bull. Ty's going to play you a little example of the bull. Okay.
0: Did you hear that? Got it. Right. That's what you're trying to avoid. You any, don't want to uh...
1: hear it again. All right, Dwight, you ready to go? You have any strategies here you're going to employ?
0: Not really. I'm just going to go for it.
1: All right. He's just just going to go with his gut. All right, Dwight, get ready to beat the bull in three, two, one. Good luck.
0: 50. 400 he was pushing it were you just gonna go to a thousand is that what you're trying to do uh i was gonna try to at least get 500. oh man we just missed it so it stopped at 400 dollars today uh, but uh nobody goes i'm a loser right daniel that's
1: right dwight you still got yourself a 50 dollars quick trip card so that ain't so bad that's a, a nice way to start the day don't you think
0: yeah man will put some gas on the car
1: that's right it sure will and uh Dwight, we appreciate you playing, and uh, tell all your friends uh, there's another chance for them to try to beat the Bull tomorrow morning at 810.
0: Uh, all right, thanks, Dwight. It's 98.5 The Bull today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys.
2: 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.
0: It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome into Did You See? We take a look at what the heck's going on out there in the world and what's going on right here in Tulsa. Brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa Dino. You remember going to stores when you were little and they're no longer around? Like, is Sears still kicking? Uh, Sears's been out of business 25, 30 years, man. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay, sorry. But isn't uh, it kind of fun when they come back? Remember, Toys R Us went away. It did, and I think yeah. a lot of us have memories of going into Toys R Us and you couldn't believe your luck and da-da-da-da-da. And then I think Amazon and all those guys came along and Toys R Us had a little challenge there. Which, by the way, um, we used to love getting
1: the catalogs
0: so we could circle
1: what we wanted for Christmas and give it to our grandparents. Now, didn't you say Amazon is even doing this? Amazon, They're sending out a catalog?
0: Yes, they do. They have their own book of toys, and you circle them, and then you How turn How many pages
1: in? must this thing be, then? if it's, Everything
0: on Amazon, it must be, like, thick as a Bible. No, it's lesser. I mean, used to. The Sears book, was it looked like a phone book or something. Uh, it's lesser. I think Amazon just hones in on certain items they want oh, you to buy, I and you. so it's less. But uh, Toys R Us, making kind of a comeback, Um, Toys R Us is going in Macy's department stores across the country and so I guess that means they'll have like a little corner where they put the giraffe up and then inside that corner there would be and there's one in Tulsa at the Macy's in Tulsa so Toys R Us is kind of back in that sense. Uh, Also Daniel did you see this that I think that I still use your Netflix password. Um, You know, you pay for Netflix, and then I think I got your password. Yeah. And anyway, you're going to have to start paying $2.99 for me to use it now. So Well, sorry.
1: I don't know if this counts for me because I, I see that they're cracking down on password sharing. I, I got a couple of people i let use my account. Um but I pay like the $20 plan or whatever, that extra plan for the family or whatever it is. So does that mean they're gonna crack down on me too? I'm already no, paying.
0: I think they're gonna crack down on the people that just get the regular basic plan mm-hmm. and then they give their brother and their sister-in-law and all that passwords. They say, we're not gonna let you do that anymore. You're probably on the up and up because you already pay for that. Um, but otherwise, if you got a regular account and grandma's using it, they're gonna charge you two ninety nine per account outside of that. One thing I'm kind of confused about is that you know not everybody who has just one television. I mean, I've got two, and so if you use it for the living room and your bedroom, how do they know that that's not you giving away a password once it you know I, what I'm I saying? I guess
1: it's your uh, Wi-Fi or dumb whatever that like address the IP is. IP address, yeah, or whatever something. that means, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it looks like if uh, you know you're in Oklahoma and somebody in Alabama is using your password, two ninety nine a month now.
1: Buddy, if they crack down on me, I'm like a media mogul, buddy. Everybody in my family is going to be all like out of entertainment. <laughs>
0: You're like Ted Turner?
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah. I want to be like, hey, guys, you know, y'all can get this for yourself. It's only like $10 a month.
0: What you got, Daniel?
1: Uh, did you see, Tig, that um, there was a middle school student stole over $10,000 from the grandparents. This is down in Florida. Stole actually $13,500 in cash from her grandparents. And what does the middle schooler do with the money? Uh, She starts handing out the money to students at school. Here's Michelle Spaulding, a parent of one of the kids that was offered money, speaking out about the situation. She was
2: like, yeah, mom, the child did come up to me and asked me if I wanted $100. And she said, no, it's got to be stolen. I don't want nothing to do with it. I really hope it gets recovered because that's so devastating. I feel really bad for the family, for sure.
1: I feel bad for them, too. But I got to be honest, if I was in middle school and somebody offered me $100, I wouldn't care if they'd got it through armed robbery. I'd be like, yeah, I'll take it.
0: Did uh, the kid come across this by any savvy means, like, got into their 401K and funneled money out of it?
1: Well, Ty, this is cash, so I think it's probably, like, the grandparents just stored it in the old culture's oh can in the bedroom, and she got all the money. I'm surprised she didn't try to make TikToks, you know, and all that with all this money, uh, like, handing did, it out to people.
0: Like, like it's like Robin Hood, though. She didn't take it and then spend it on herself. She was giving away to classmates, mm-hmm. et cetera. Hmm. But 13000 bucks is a lot to just lose.
1: That is a lot. Uh, did you see this, Tige? Uh, the most popular Halloween songs on Spotify. I know some people still listen to Spotify. We'd rather you listen to 985 The Bull. But if you must listen to some Halloween music on Spotify, what do you think the top Halloween songs are?
0: Thriller by Michael Jackson. That would be number two, The Monster Mash.
1: That's actually number one. Number three is The Nightmare Before Christmas. I've got a clip here. I know you're going to like it because this thing is not queued up where you're going to like it here. But this was the number one song in 1962.
0: The Master Mash? Yes. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld from his began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the so the number
2: one song in 1962
1: if you worked at a radio station or owned one back then you know or a week from Halloween if that's the number one song don't you still have to play it even after Halloween
0: yeah because it would still be on the chart right so you know, even Thanksgiving, you're playing the Monster Mash.
1: Yeah, and what the heck is this guy even talking about? He's like, "I was working in my lab." Why is he so creepy and weird?
0: And what's that sound at the beginning? All that bubbling noise.
1: Well, obviously, if he's working in his lab and he thinks a cadaver or whatever is getting up off the thing and dancing, this is a, uh, obviously, a bong hit.
0: He got that marijuana car. Yeah. Listen to that. <laughs>
1: I was working in the lab, and this thing stood up and started to dance. I see anything move in the lab, I'm getting the hell out of there. Like, immediately, yeah, I'm not going to dance with a bunch of cadavers or monsters that are <laughs> sitting up and dancing. I don't care if it's a nice dance or not.
0: It's a good point to make.
1: And it's late one night. What's he doing out there so late? I don't know. He's trying to get with those monsters. Oh, my
0: goodness. Uh, Daniel, we've um, for the first time in the history of the Tiger Daniel Show, we've banned someone from the show. Mm-hmm. Like, this person is not allowed on our show anymore. Yes. Because they did us wrong. And uh, we're going to see if we can get him down here so we can announce to him in person that he is... We're
1: going to invite him onto the show we're to let invite him, know, him, that to he's let him banned. know
0: that he cannot be on the show anymore. Yeah. I don't know how long you're... This is kind of your thing, so I don't know if he's banned for a year, forever, or a month. I've I don't got know a certain going.
1: amount of days in mind.
0: All right. We'll uh, bring our mystery guest down and let him know that he's banned from the Tiger Daniel show. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit here on 985 the bull today's hot country good morning it's 8:35 985
2: the bull weather provided by community care your locally owned health plan yeah.
0: And you got a big chance tomorrow to see Carrie Underwood Halloween night right here with ninety eight five the bull free Carrie Underwood tickets tomorrow at seven forty. Uh,
1: speaking of celebrities, joining us in the studio, reporter for News on Six, Cal Day is here. Cal, how are you? Hey man, I'm doing good. I would say local celebrity in the no, most no, 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 local no. sense. Of hey, it. so you got to think bigger, buddy. You're the, one of the biggest stars on the planet. You don't even know it. Well, thank you. There's uh, one. Little, uh, we take umbrage though. With You're like Lady you Gaga. Yeah. Just like Lady Gaga. <laughs> Thanks, I think. <laughs> we take umbrage, Cal Day, because we saw you at Oktoberfest on Thursday night of last week, and uh, we had a Tiger Daniel sticker I was wanting you to put on your suit when you did mm-hmm. your live shot for News on 6.
0: So you wanted him to have a Tiger Daniel logo on a suit when he went on News on 6, and yes. what, it, what happened?
2: Uh, he declined. Oh, What? Well, I, you know, I'd already seen the Tiger Daniel car, the Tiger Daniel tent, okay. the Tiger Daniel hangover patches, and so I'm thinking they need more. Yeah. Yes. And you refused to wear it for the live shot. I probably would have done it for a 20.
0: <laughs> well, well, wheeling and dealing. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> Tig
1: and I have now come to the decision that since you wouldn't wear the Tig and Dangle logo, we're going to have to ban you from the show for a month.
2: Wow. So I just hang up and head out, I guess? Well, I mean, you could be
0: here now, but. Can I still listen? Uh, That's up to Tig. Man, I don't Can think he so. listen. Can he listen? trying to beat so, the bull. He can't yeah, even he listen. Win. So you've banned Cal Dave from the Tiger Daniel show. News on Six for is Cal Dave For days, yes. For dissing the Tiger Daniel logo that yes. he refused to put on his suit jacket.
2: Yes. Well, you know, our stylist, we work with the stylist. I don't know if she would have went for that.
1: Buddy, we have you on the show all the time. And, uh, you know, one of these days you're going to be out in, like, New York being a big famous anchor. You might be the next uh, Lester Holt.
2: <laughs> Thanks next, to
1: us. Thanks to us. Am I right?
2: The next Katie Couric. The next Katie Couric. That's what I've always wanted to be, is yes. the next Katie Couric. You're going to be uh,
1: hosting CBS uh, Sunday mornings one day, thanks to us. And uh, you couldn't even wear the sticker. So, yeah, 30 days. I hate to do it, done.
2: friend, but you're done for 30 days. Do I get hangover patches in the meantime? Oh, you,
0: you don't know. get anything, Cal. Get you you dissed us. Oh. We thought we were tight. We used to call you during snowstorms and check on you and stuff. Oh, yeah. Shoot, man. Those they were some cold mornings. They would put them out. Remember the cold days? They'd put them out out there, and then he would capture all the wrecks and things. <laughs> And we would Terrible. call him, and we would uh, check on him, and he can't even do us the honor of wearing our logo on television. I know. So uh, you're done for a month, according to Daniel. And 30 this, days. This 30 hurts
1: us worse than it hurts you, Cal Day, I'll be honest.
2: <laughs> let head over to 106.9
0: see
2: what's going on next door. Hey, don't say that. Hey, kids. Um, I always like
1: in the mornings, you remember, uh, Brooke Griffin would be out like... Uh, doing a live shot like on Skid Row. yeah, And I'm like, oh, wow, that poor lady's out there by herself. I'm like, the worst part of town. And then Cal Day's broadcasting live from Claire's in the mall. <laughs>
2: what? You're, you're like, what, 6'4", something like well, that? Well, I try to get inside as much as possible. Yeah, They've and caught on to that. I just thought
1: it was funny, like everybody else is broadcasting from hell on earth and Cal Day's like at Honey Baked Hams. <laughs>
2: How do you guys decide who gets to who has to go where in the morning? It's usually just an editorial call, so it's it's so the bosses are deciding this kind of stuff. It's a story on who's if they're we're in the middle of reporting on something else and something happens, which happens in the morning show. I mean, we're on for four and a half hours. A lot of stuff to fill, right? It's a long time to be on TV, and then they kind of just make the call. Hey, this is going on. You're closest to it. Why don't you head out there?
1: Uh, Ty, do you remember the show Hill Street Blues? And it seemed like the show began with them in a meeting where the uh, the guy in charge was assigning people the different things to do that day, different precincts and all that. Do y'all have like a pre-news meeting or you're just at home, you get a text like, hey, rush out to here?
2: It's a little bit of both, depends on when things happen. We do have set editorial meetings where we sit, go over the stories that are happening that day. So that's kind of a little inside look at how we come up with the content. But yeah, no, stuff breaks loose and we gotta get there quick, especially yeah. in the morning show, so.
0: Kyle Day, I remember I went up there and talked to him uh, about a month or two ago, and you end up on call like a nurse or something or like a doctor <laughs> yeah. who's an anesthesiologist. When something goes down, they call you at 2 a.m. Yeah, on your weekend. And you're, that's what you got to go do. Mm-hmm. So you can't really go raise hell at Oktoberfest. No. And, and be expected to go in at 2 a.m. So you got to be on your best behavior, right? Now,
2: thankfully, I'm not on call till again till next year. That's what's nice about having a show Oh, really? People. You got a whole, like, two months? Yeah, knock on wood. I'm going to hold my breath, make right. sure none of the managers well, are And right now, also,
0: but. you've uh, alleviated another responsibility. You won't be on this show anymore.
1: <laughs> for 30 days. Would you come back in 30 days uh, for
2: your big... Uh I'm already looking forward to the... 31st yeah. day, so I can come back.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll have you on tomorrow to remind you yeah. that you're still in probation. <laughs> we're going to call you from time to time and be like, hey, man, you're still banned. You're still banned just shot. hang up. Yeah. Uh,
1: caldaynewson uh, Cal
2: uh, yep. What's your other website? Uh, Twitter, at CalDayTV. Yeah, what Instagram, else? Instagram, at
0: CalDayTV. Facebook.com right, Cal slash on 6 The
1: CalDay Empire.
0: <laughs> and tomorrow, we're going to be back with more Beat the Bull, but CalDay won't. He's been banned. Got a 810, your chance to win $1,000 will beat the bull right here on 985 The Bull. Tig and Daniel
2: on 985 The Bull.
0: 985 The Bull, today's hot Country with Tig and Daniel. I went to a wedding over the weekend, Daniel, and you know what they had there? They had a live band. They had hired a live band, so. Yeah, pretty good chunk of change, I would imagine, but it was so fun, and they were they, the bands are smart. They know what they need to sing. It's always going to be Brick House, and, you know, but what always, me and you, we used to, uh, when we were younger, we would DJ weddings to make some extra money on the weekends, and it's great money. I mean, this was 15 years ago, and, well, we'd get like $600 to go DJ a wedding for a few hours. It was easy money, and, heck, we were just DJs. All we had to do was hit play. And I'm not talking about like spinning records and making all that, we just played songs. Yeah, just right off a laptop. It was easy. Um, But the the challenge is, is not press and play. It's that you're playing to an audience that might be anywhere from 18 all the way up to 70. And I remember playing, the bride is the king and queen. She is the monarch of the wedding. Whatever the bride wants is what happens at a wedding, right? And I remember us having meetings. And you might remember this. We'd always meet with the bride before the wedding. And she says, no matter what, I mean, and no matter what, do not play the electric slide at my wedding. You know, and and this might be a lady who thought I was tacky or whatever, and you go, I got it. I will not play the electric slide at the wedding. What inevitably happens, though, Daniel, and you know this, what happens? You've, You've received a direct order from the bride to never play, just for example, the electric slide.
1: Then uh, it never fails. Somebody's drunk Uncle Mike is going to come up and be like, hey, uh, play that electric slide.
0: And you go, drunk Uncle Mike? I can't. You know, I've been told not to. And then they don't like that.
1: Absolutely true story. Once we tell this guy that we couldn't play this particular song, he's like, hey, man, if you don't play it, I'm going to leave. And I'm like, OK. Yeah, where's your car? Go, go, go right <laughs> yeah, ahead, like, sir. Don't threaten
0: me like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, uh, you know. And, and
1: it's always that. And it's always the second grader that comes up and wants to hear something like two live crew.
0: Yes. Like, the singer is like, do you have Tupac? Like, I can't play that at the wedding, first off. But, uh, no, the band did good, but guess what happened at the end? They stopped playing, and then everybody in the venue goes, play one more, play one more. And I don't know if the band lies, or they really couldn't, but they're like, nah, the city won't let us. You know, but they probably, you know, they have their, their I mean, families, listen. too. They got to get home.
1: You know, when the show is over at 10... The show's over at ten. Yeah, I don't uh, play one more hour. I, I get the heck out of here. That's probably <laughs> what they want to do. They're up there. They're not dancing and having a great time. They're they're playing this music. I don't know. Is it is it a great honor for musicians to hear play one more, or is it kind of like uh, I'm trying to get out of here, guys? I got the
0: impression they were trying to leave. <laughs> they were like, no, the city won't let us play another song. It's ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger and Dana.